This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Make sure that they have enough tomorrow, Jorge. Oh, they will. Just they will. want to make sure that we're good to go because I'm very much looking forward to this sleep. Um, very quickly. Yeah. I know that this isn't true, but it feels true. So bear bear with me. I know this isn't why it's happening, but I feel that's why it's happening. Okay. I think Corey Seager's trying to rub it in on me. I think because he basically hits a home run every time he comes up to bat. <laughs> he had another one last night, and they're not like just little barely clear. They're just titanic home runs. With guys he, on, too. With guys on. He's yeah. been so incredibly good, and I feel like every time he comes up and does something like that, that he's kind of like, yeah, you just think that that little system that the Dodgers have running over there is going to be good enough, huh? Well, watch this. Here comes another one. I feel like it's personally directed at me. I know it's not, but it yeah. feels like it. Also, I don't last- think when Seager is hitting those bombs, <laughs> he is currently thinking about the That's Dodgers. That's why I said I know it's not true, but I'm telling you it feels true. Well, you're not the only one. There's a lot of <laughs> Dodger fans that literally sit on Twitter during these games, and they might be the only ones watching because we already went through the ratings, so they might be. Do you like the stat, uh, Travis? It says, last night, Corey Seager recorded his 19th career postseason home run. Only <laughs> Derek Jeter has more uh, by a shortstop all time. At well, 20. what are the stat? What Didn't he have him up? Someone was up with, with Reggie Jackson, okay. wasn't it? Well, okay. Reggie Jackson had to get through two rounds of playoffs. These guys get four, sometimes oh, yeah, five yeah, yeah, yeah. rounds of yeah, playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Big Big difference. Difference. Those no, numbers no, no, big are big difference. not equitable. They're Same not, in the NBA. But it's still a lot of home runs. It, 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 it is a lot of home runs. I'm not saying it's but not a lot of But imagine what his – if he if played Reggie that many Jackson games or had that many at-bats. 60 more playoff games. Yeah, that's, like, that's different. Yogi Berra, I think, either did or still does have the record for most World Series home runs. That's – or, or postseason – whatever it is. It's okay. just – they only played the World Series. Like, you would win the pennant, and then the World Series would start three days later. It's crazy. It is. And 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 again, I'm not throwing any cold water on Corey Seager. He's yeah. been phenomenal, but it's just uh they get to play a lot more games. I had this thought too. So I know because uh one of our old co-workers, he used to be a great Red Sox fan, and he would talk about it a lot. And is Corey Seager going to be to the Dodger fans that Mookie Betts is for the Red Sox that it's just the biggest what if you regret so much the organization did not pay him when they could have? And they let him go, and he does so much more with the other team. The difference is Mookie got traded, right? I think that right. the fact that Mookie had, you know, I, I don't know, uh, probably doesn't have any say in any of this when he's under contract and he's getting traded. Yeah, unless you have a no trade. You're, right. You're getting moved when got, you get moved. got no say. He's very fortunate that he ended up, you know, with the Dodgers rather than some other team, whatever the case is. But Corey Seager – uh, th- that's why yesterday when we talked about Corey Seager, you said, who knows, maybe Corey Seager, if the Dodgers offered the same amount of money, would he come back or not? And I, I don't have that answer either, but I think what most Dodger fans would have appreciated is to know, hey, guys, we did everything we can. We actually offered however details they want to give. It was he wanted to go to Texas for these reasons, and there was just nothing we could do about there it. There are some overcomable ob- – Unovercomable objections. objections if yeah. I don't like Los Angeles, 
okay, there's not much I can do about that. The Dodgers aren't relocating. I want to just try a different thing, right? a different market. But we're never quite – like the Trey Turner one, even when they acquired him, you kind of knew that he favored and he and his family favored an eastern market relative to a west coast market. Okay. Much much like Shohei, we assume, would rather be west than east. Some people just have a – and that's fine. There's not much you can do about that. But to your point about and, – and to the Mookie comparison that you make in him, we're never really entirely sure what has been offered to any of these guys. Does it just come down to dollars and cents? Does it come down to term? Does it come down to hard feelings? Does it come down to any of the the Dodgers? What role are you going to be playing? But can't, but can't you tell? But you're guessing, right? There, sometimes these numbers get out. The Dodgers are pretty good about keeping these numbers pretty close to the vest. And the player side isn't really doing it. We just... I think that there's a level of assumption, and I think it's fair, and I think it's true, that because the Dodgers so infrequently go to these super long-term – really the only one that they've done with with under Andrew Friedman is Mookie, yeah. where they gave Mookie, I think it was a 12-year deal, and that's the outlier. Everything else is – they'll pay, but it's relatively short-term, They and, and they shop in the bargain aisle too. The Phillies, the Rangers, the some of these other teams, the, the Mets – the Padres, the, Padres yeah. the Atlanta Braves are more like the Dodgers than not, but they gave Matt Olson this huge deal. That Those numbers are so crazy that we just assume the Dodgers aren't going there. Maybe they are, or or at least they're in the same neighborhood that it's 400 versus 375. That that you can but, negotiate But wouldn't with. your let – me, let me throw a couple players. I know the Julio situation is the Julio situation, but before all that happened – the All that being Corey Seager? No, Julio. Okay. Julio Rios. Before all that happened – I think there was this people think he's not going to stay with the Dodgers and that one seemed more personal. Could have been different, could have been the years and the money and everything else. but personal I think there, from Julio's side. Yes, that yeah. there was more of a personal thing on top of hey, I'm, I'm probably going to go get more money somewhere else right. and the Dodgers are known for not giving Mookie type of deals or whatever the case is. Especially to pitchers. That one seemed like there was a narrative and we've known about it for a while. Trey Turner. Trey Turner seemed like that was just going to basically be a rental mm-hmm. until he ends up somewhere else. I don't know the Corey Seager one. I don't. I know that they gave him $325 million, and that probably was the difference of him saying, L.A., you were awesome. That was great. I'm going to go ahead and, and cash in here in Texas. I think I feel like we do know some of the narratives with the Dodgers that, that based on their track record, we, yeah, we have, don't hear the numbers as much. Numbers That's what I'm we don't. At. Yeah, because but do we need to hear the numbers? Sure. Or is it I, I more... think it would be interesting because if let's say that and I'll just make up some numbers here. The Rangers are offering three hundred and the Dodgers are at two eighty. We're having a discussion, right? But if the if the Rangers are at three hundred and the Dodgers are at two hundred. That's not. I don't even have to think about that. I'm just. I'm going over there. It's a hundred million more dollars. Yeah. But if it's an extra five million bucks a year over the course of eight or nine years, that's not a huge difference. And you could also make the argument. Well, look, you're you're thirty eight million. They're going to offer for, go to forty. What's the difference if you're the Dodgers? Split. The, we never really know. It's like, oh, the Dodgers aren't going there. We just assume we don't. We don't know how close it's actually getting. I guess I just don't have the confidence that while well, use Seager as an example, if the Rangers were offering 325. I really don't feel like the Dodgers were in that 280 to 300. That's my point. Is yeah. that, that I, I agree with you, mm-hmm. and that's why that's what I'm getting at. Is that it feels like if they're at 325, the Dodgers are at 210. Yeah, and it's like okay, that's not even we're not even playing seriously here. 
Like that's not a real bid or for my services. Or, or they're doing what I think what we've seen in the past where it's we're going to pay you so much per year, but we're only giving you three or four years. That's what reportedly they tried to do with Bryce Harper. Before Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies, it was we'll give you $45 million a year, but we're only going to do it for three years. And it's and then you can go be a free agent again all over again. Well, three years versus 13 years? I mean, come on, man. That's not even close. And at some point, you're going to have to break your own rules. Sure. I like that they have them. I like that they're very disciplined in following them. But there's certain times where it's very advantageous and other times where you say, guys, if this one's too important to lose. It's homegrown, wildly popular, really good player. The only knock on him is that he gets hurt a lot. That's it. There is no other knock on Corey Seager at all, and he's killing it again. Well, and they're a game away from their game. Actually, it's kind of funny. The postseason stats, they were comparing to Reggie Jackson based on games. Okay. Which is good. That's, that's exactly that's a much what you want. Nineteen home runs to eighteen, forty-eight RBIs, forty-eight RBIs, total bases, hundred fifty-one forty-eight. That's that's toe to toe. That's with, much better. Yeah, that's a much better than a running total. Reggie Jackson hit three home runs on three pitches in one World Series game. That's hard to beat. That's just and they all landed like in the parking lot. It felt like. Can I, can I ask you this? Do you think the Shohei thing? Shohei is a free agent. Haven't heard. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it for two years. <laughs> Do you think Shohei, under this predicament in this situation, and knowing how the Dodgers do business, and knowing that he's not going to pitch next year, you think it's just it's as simple as this? There's going to be a team out there that says we know where this is our only way over the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I'm a, this isn't the best example. I'm going to give example. Padres got Xander Bogarts. It's a really bad deal. Okay. Only way they were going to get him it's a bad deal. is by giving him a bad deal. and Not a bad deal for him. <laughs> gets to live in Del Mar and right. get his 280. Um, but I, I, the reason why I mentioned that is because as much as we've tied Shohei to the Dodgers, the fact that he's not going to pitch next year and these other teams knowing that this is the only way we're going to get him. They're off in four. We're offering 540. Yeah. Whatever that number is. This is what we've been talking about. It's the rules. Are you willing to break your rules for a special player? Because other teams are. I don't even know if they have guardrails or rules or whatever you want to call it. That if the Dodgers thought that Shohei Otani is a four hundred million dollar player, they're gonna offer him four hundred million dollars. They got no oh, and, and 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 the other side. The Seattle Mariners right. or the Giants would say, we kind of think he's a $400 million player too, but we will offer him five because that's the only way we're going to get him. The Dodgers stop at four. Now, Shohei may be the exception to the rule. He may be one of those. Yep. You're going to make yep. so much money sure. because he's on your team. And I'm not even talking about tickets and beers and parking. I'm talking about money in Japan. That money goes straight to the team. That's not money you have to share with your pool. Right, that mm. that goes into your pockets, and that it is literally tens, if not hundreds, of millions of dollars. So, the business part of it maybe the trump the baseball part of it because you're right, he's not going to pitch next year. He might, he's going to hit, and he'll probably hit 40, 45 home runs because yeah. he's good enough to do that. But the the phenomenon of Shohei at least is on hold for a year, and maybe for good, and maybe he'll come back, and maybe he'll be what Tony Gonsolin good. But the odds of him coming back and being Shohei Otani good after two of those surgeries, I don't want to really bet it's on much that. Different. Yeah, much different player. But the, the, the Seager thing that you brought up, I'm sure a lot of it's Dodger personal. fans feel the same way. 
and you got the Diamondbacks in the World Series. I'm sure there's that element as well. I get it. The Diamondbacks need to get their gear together, right? They need to get ready to go back to spring training or whatever because that thing's a wrap. <laughs> I know they're resilient. I know I, they're I the think, answer backs, but I think they'll that force. A wrap. I think they'll force a game six. They, what are they? Ten and 0, 11 and 0, The Rangers on the road in the world in the postseason. Oh yeah, that's right. They haven't lost a single game on the road. And this last one's stupid. in Arizona. Yeah, Clippers. They have one ten straight. Ten in a row. Clippers. Lakers tonight. It's either going to be twelve or one. I I choose one. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So I, I get here this morning and sure. I'm following my routine. Yep. And I come in and I go to the kitchen to make a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. You're a I, bad guy. <laughs> what time? So about seven-ish? Like I what was time? here a little earlier. Yeah, it was about, yeah, it was about like okay. 7.05, 7.10, something to like that. work his other job. <laughs> So I come Cash in, in, buddy. Cash and, in. Damn right. And I, I make my coffee, and I have a little uh, half and half in the fridge that yep. I keep. So I open up the fridge. Do you have your name on the half and half? No, it's for okay. anybody that wants it. And so but I he has see, a line of where the where the <laughs> <lock> is, <laughs> like on the liquor bottles it from has your the kid. date exactly. So I open the fridge, and there's a box of prime pizza. Oh. Uh. Now it, I want to uh, ask your first thoughts into that. Before you explain what you did next. Okay. My first thoughts were, Chris ordered prime pizza. Because we mentioned it on the show yesterday. Right. And I'm like, oh, Chris Did you think trigger. that Chris expensed that to the company? No. Which would not be approved. No. No, I don't think you would. So you think you Chris bought, bought pizza. prime pizza out yeah. of his own pocket? Yes, yes. I would think that, yes. too. Okay. So, so I thought you bought, your pe- you bought pizza for either yourself or the, the show. The right, 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 Whatever. Right. You bought yep. pizza. Yes. Because he's done it before and he shared with everybody. Right. So I opened it up. A very generous person. There's a decent amount of pizza in that Decent box. amount. Yeah. There's almost a full pizza. It's of at least a half of a pepperoni and a couple of additional slices of cheese. Okay, all so in one box. So that shows you that somebody at the end of the pizza party put Collected. pizza aside for a reason. Or just everybody was full. Oh, everybody was full. Okay. <laughs> so I, as my coffee is this is one brewing. box? They, yeah. they yeah. put everything in. Okay. Not they. A specific person who Chris. bought the pizza... Put aside with the no knowing that I would be here today. So I, that part had I didn't know if you were here yet or not. So I opened the box. I'm like, ooh, that looks good. So I helped myself to a slice. Ooh, of that looks pizza. good. And I start eating it, and I'm walking with my coffee. I come around the corner, and I see Chris in his office over here. And so I hey, don't say anything. I walk right up to the window and just hold up the pizza. It's got two giant bites out of it. So I said, hey, come in he here, goes, champ. And he, he gives me the Morales, like annoyed, like. Come in here for a second look. Yep. Let me walk you through a few things. <laughs> so yesterday afternoon, it was Halloween. 
Stephanie Alexander, who brought in the pumpkin, yeah. had mentioned to me around 3 o'clock, or maybe it was 2, I don't even remember. Hey, have you eaten lunch yet? I go, no, but where are you going? Because I'm starving too. Mm-hmm. And of course, I brought in my factor meals, but I thought, it's Halloween. I've already eaten a bunch of candy. Treat I would like yourself. pizza at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I really want to order prime pizza, but it's always, it, it, it's it's a long process because they're in Little Tokyo, but they got to deliver a bunch of pizzas to the building. So it's going to take a while. Yeah. Not only is it going to take a while, a pizza guy doesn't want to park in front of the yard house, no. put his blinker on, and walk in six pizzas. Because, again, I'm not going to order one pizza for myself. I'm going to order six for the crew. Okay. Right? But I even make a comment like, okay, you know, prime pizza isn't cheap because no, it's, it's worth good, it. Very good pizza. No pizza is exp- cheap anymore. So she goes, no, I'll go pick it up. If you if you do this, I'll pick it up, and we'll kind of both not share the cost, but share the responsibility. Yeah. Fine. She picks up, brings in six pizzas. Afternoon show has fun. We all had fun. I go at the end of the show, hey, I'm going to put some aside so that I can have lunch tomorrow on this investment. It was an investment. It was an investment. Not cheap (laughs) for six prime pizzas. That's an investment. And I'm more than generous, but I thought maybe I could get day two out of this. You are generous. And now the pizza, there's one slice left for my lunch. Who else took it And before you tweet, oh, you don't need the pizza, Morales, obviously we all know that. And obviously, I have factor I meals. Disagree. No one needs pizza. I disagree. Everybody needs pizza. But at I just, any time I, of the day. I find it perplexing. Okay. Now, corporate okay. Greg said, yeah. "Hey, I see the pizza in there. Is it cool if I grab a slice?" Yep. I said, "Yes." That's nice of you. But how many slices were in that box this morning? Six or eight. There's one left. Okay, so this I have is... never been the right nine name Here's... on Food Guy. Here. To me, I think that if you're writing it's name, for my slice. If you're writing your, <laughs> it's a lot more than that. He's in New <laughs> York City. No, he's in New York City. Oh, he's a slice. A pizza by the slice. Right right you look, this is a five. If it's you a, walk into Prime Pizza and want to buy a slice, it ain't five. It's not five. And New York no. slice. Oh my! Was it six? Just tell me. That's all I got. Is it, is it okay. seven? So I've never been like writing have, on my food. I don't think if you're doing that, bit. I don't I, like that. I have an observation. But now I, I like feel like either. I should have put a piece of paper, <laughs> Morales' pizza, don't touch. I have an observation here, okay? Are you going to buy me another pizza? No. Do you not have a refrigerator in your East Central room? <laughs> I do, actually. He's looking at you. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing. So in Lindsay and Emily's office... Lindsay now has a refrigerator that she took from another office that originally was in my office yeah. during the morning show days. So it's your refrigerator, theoretically. I have my factory meals, yeah, meals and my Pepsi Zeros in there and water and bottles. And Keto Snacks. Okay. And Keto Snacks. <laughs> Those are in her desk. Anyway, I didn't think that I needed to put that jam that pizza into a private refrigerator. You well, you're wrong. I think you're really Lock wrong box. here. And this you, know is- what, you know what's amazing? There were even more slices. But Cappy and I, after we went bouncing, oh, yeah? I said, How hey, I got to go back to the station, my charger. And we were a little, I was like, bro, my charger, bro. He's like, well, let's go back to the station. Then yep. I, we're walking in here. It's Island 930. Boy. Island boy. And I go, bro, we got pizza, bro. So we sat in that kitchen. I'm not surprised at all. How much and ate like three down? slices. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was actually one of my questions was, can you see him in some flip-flops and some boxer shorts? No, no, we were still dressed from the bar. Walking across the hotel <laughs> at 2 a.m. saying, I'm going to go grab a slice of pizza. So let me tell you something. Yeah. One time, I might have been a little hungover when I woke up at 3 a.m. Yeah. I walked over for a bag of chips over here no. before I like showered and got ready for the day. I was like, I need, and all they could run through my head. I was like, no, I shouldn't do that. But I'm like, but wait a minute. Anyway. I'm like, listen, I know we got Doritos. I was like, what's his name in Boogie Nights? I know you got the money man in the safe. I was Todd. I was Todd Parker. Got to be honest. Floor. I know we got the chips, man. No, man Any food that gets in that refrigerator, I, I think unless you're, you got a note on there. I don't know there. if this makes it better or worse, but it was delicious. 
That probably doesn't help, just FYI. Just, You're a bad guy. It, it was delicious. I enjoyed every last bite of it. It's very My satisfying. My favorite part of the story is that you went to Morales' office and <laughs> show showed him. him the evidence of what you were doing. It's but like not, me waving to you as the elevator's as though, I wasn't trying I, he, to conceal it. And the it. smile on his face was, though, I left a pizza for him. It was like, right. hey, man, I got the gift you left me. <laughs> you should have put like a that. note on the box and said, Travis's pizza, do not touch. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was really good, Slee. And I didn't heat it up. Of course just, it was. Just ate it cold with my coffee. It was You delicious. know, you threw me off because if you didn't say that you had creamer in the fridge, mm -hmm. in my head, I'm like, why is he opening up the fridge? Does he just come just 7 a.m. In, in the morning? Just in case. What's going on else? in here? Safety who's got, first. Who's got some food from yesterday? <laughs> yeah, I got a little half and half in there. That's pretty funny. Which I take from Starbucks. They, if you ask for half and half on the side, they give you like a gallon. Here you go. Take the jug. I'm I like, love him yeah, and well, Cap. Then, but, you know. I love him and Cap in here at 9:30 last night, just taking down. Some How was pizza. bouncing? It was. It wasn't as bouncy as I wanted it to be because no. uh, Sedano was hungry, and then Lindsay was hungry, so we ended up at Ochoa, which is fine. Sounds good. Well, it was, but then like I didn't need to eat more food, but we did. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't need to sit down dinner. I wanted to go bouncing. So yeah. we ended up only bouncing. We had to Did bounce. Did you not bounce at El Cholo at all? You could bounce a no, little no, there. No, not bouncing. We're eating. We're like yeah, a family dinner. A margarita, a couple know. of Modellos. And Sedano's on his phone the whole time. Like, like he wanted to go out. And then he's just on this phone the whole time. So I'm like, hey, Cap, we just talked to each other. Oh, the Sedano's calling. Cap, we just talked to each other for three hours. Okay, but let's get, no, put it on speaker. This we'll one, all talk. This one's not a... We'll all talk. Say. Also, by the way, I did not steal any pizza. Hold on one second. I'll come to you in a second. George, go, how are no, you? Go ahead, Em. I thought you were No, you were telling Sedano to hold on. So I, uh, someone asked on Twitter if I stole a pizza. No, I didn't steal a pizza. I had my own breakfast, okay? See? Emily's a respectable human being. Well, I felt like I'd... I did the right thing. Chad, I do it I got, again. I yeah, did the right thing. You. <laughs> yeah. No name well, on the box. The, no, no, no. If it's all. in the refrigerator here, it is It's fair game. It now, if it's uh, a sparkling water... <laughs> during last year's one of last year's Laker game when somebody's drinking way, it in Bronny, front of me. Did he ever? Where I bought? No, I, I still have never told him. I still I have was, never confronted well, him here. about you it. You hear it? I, I didn't know. So when I took the pizza, I didn't know Chris was here yet because sometimes he comes early and sometimes he comes a little bit later. So yeah. I, I was here seven ten, seven fifteen, whatever it was. And I, as I'm going by, I see him sitting behind his desk. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be perfect. And I literally I dangled it like I was trying to hypnotize him with it. Swung it back and forth. It was terrific. And the, the so look bad of, guy move. The you. look of utter defeat on his face was just terrific. I don't think I actually don't think you did anything wrong. I don't either. If the pizza's in the fridge, with guys, no name. No name. This is if you guys ever seen our refrigerator? If you open the, the, the refrigerator, you get here in the morning, you open the refrigerator, there's a box of day old pizza in there. Do you ask before you take a piece? No, because nobody's here, first and foremost. And well, I'm assuming like, no that everybody ate. And that's the leftovers. Right. Yeah. And would you, if you would have seen it, would you have taken a piece? Uh, if I knew that there was a big pizza party yesterday and there was more pizza left over, then it's fair yeah. game. That's guys. that's exactly what it was. Yeah. But there was no pizza party that we. I didn't know about the pizza Chris party. Chris mentioned Prime Pizza on yeah. our show yesterday. Oh, well, I wasn't Six listening. Boxes. Casey Kasem and Paulie <laughs> and Prime Pizza. There's, I'm, 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 I miss only a few things. Okay. I'm forming a list. I didn't know about that you. creamer. Yeah, no, help yourself. Sure. Oh, no, put yeah. your name not put your name on it now. <laughs> no. Hey, look. <laughs> You're going to walk into the fridge. I'm just Sukasasli, whatever you need. We're, we're, it's just here's the thing. Next time you go to Starbucks downstairs, I know you're kind of regular. Just ask for a little half and half on the side. They will give Bring you it an up entire here. cup full. There you go. You got to know the little hacks. You got to find a way to do it. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Long Beach and Khalid. Khalid, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? What's up, guys? Long time listener. Hey, so I want to go back to I'm a diehard Raider fan, right? Okay. And I want to go back to DeMar Davis. Yeah. I don't think Mark was smart enough 
to fire just everybody like that, right? So I think there was somebody else in there. Either Tom Brady came in, somebody, because he just would have fired the head coach and left it at that. He got that capacity. But to go in there and say, okay, fire everybody, I think he had a little bit of help. Or somebody came in, was like, dude, this is not the way. Or if they in Vegas, you know, the mafia probably even came in and was like, bro. I don't know if they have decision-making authority. <laughs> Does it does it give you hope for the future of the Raiders that there might be somebody in the building that's got the sense to clean the whole place up? Yes, it does. Okay, now, I wasn't with Brady at first all because of the snow thing, but I love him as a player. Don't get me wrong. you got to show respect where it's due. But he's a winner. The Raiders been losing for so long, man. I ain't even mad at the move because it's kind of Sin City. We needed this. Like, if there's somebody else involved – Thank God. Thank <laughs> Thanks God. for the call, Khalid. It's, first of all, I love Raider fans because they are so <laughs> in on their team. No matter what's happening. Yeah, you're right. Are, they are so loyal to their team. They don't care if they move it's, cities. I don't they, know. they can move. Brand. They fire a coach every two years. They, they Quite frankly, the, the Raiders have not been seriously competitive for 20 years. They yeah. haven't won a Super Bowl since the mid-'80s. It's been a really long time before they've been, you know, the commitment to excellence Raiders, and Raider fans are all in. It's interesting to think of it like that, that, hey, look, Mark Davis does not have the um, – let me be, let me think how I want to say this. He does the not, track record? He does not have the – yes, Emily, thank you. He does not have the track record yeah. of being a executive Groom. that's thinking three-dimensionally, shall yeah. we say. Mm-hmm. Very Th- that it's more of, okay, you're out, you're in kind of thing. That if he has a more three-dimensional view on this or somebody that does has his ear – that could be potentially interesting for Raider fans. But if it's Tom Brady, he would be firing his own guys. These are all Patriots guys. Perhaps, but just because they were there at the same point doesn't mean they like each other. That's true, but yeah. I'm just saying I feel like it would be it's it would be less of a Brady thing. I don't know. You, I I think I don't know is right because like I've worked with people that I really like and I would love to work with them again, and there are people that I have. I'm like, yeah, that was fine, but I don't need to do that anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think he could. McDaniel could or McDaniel's. There can't be a McDaniel's and a McDaniel in the league at the same it's time. It's incredibly confusing. Well, it, it, there technically it, isn't anymore. <laughs> You're right. You got I think we Problem got it. solved. I think we cleaned it up. Problem solved. Mike McDaniel is the only one. By the way, his joke in Germany was funny. Well, with the well that, that, that is part of hot and cold. Oh, hot and cold is next. It's Travis <laughs> Lee, seven ten, and Lindsay Lohan coming up next. Seven ten, ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
finally here, Travis. Are you ready to hear about Very why much. Mean Girls are hot? Okay, Very I think excited. you already know. But... He brought it up at 10.14. <laughs> He's like, oh, wait, we haven't done it yet. Um... I made Slee watch it with me, by the way. Yeah, I did. Oh, it was a goodness. long... It was two minutes. Yeah. All right, so Mean Girls obviously is, is hot because there's going to be a new Mean Girls, the movie musical, coming out this year. going to be on Paramount+. Plus, But also... Uh, three of the girls reprised their roles for a Walmart commercial. So it was uh, Gretchen, Karen, and Katie reprised their roles. There Katie was, Heron. There was no Rachel. No. That's, no, no Rachel Regina McAdams. George. No Regina George. All right, but I'm going to play you a clip from this uh, commercial. This wasn't regular shopping. This was deal shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to you, Chuck. Don't let the haters stop you from doing your thing, Kevin Jr. Even as the guidance counselor, I was still getting schooled. Gruel. Huh? What's gruel? Oh, it's nothing. Man, I don't have to sex someone. Oh, this is going to be so fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen, Mom. It's still not going to happen. All right, so they had a lot of, even like the ancillary characters yeah. that were involved in it. It's in, this is the same music from yep. that movie, too. So Same locations, homage. too, or, or they, they were able to cover it. They did a great job. Yeah, see, a big homage to the movie. So what do you guys feel about this uh, Mean Girls commercial? Okay, uh... I'm not saying that I should take up the rest of this segment, but I can take up the rest of this segment if talking you want, about it. We still have everyone. cold to get to, so maybe not do everything. I have long been and frequently been the only person that believes that a Lindsay Lohan comeback is inevitable. A uh, Lohanaissance. <laughs> yes, exactly that. A Lohanaissance. Yes. And this is the first thing I've actually, you guys, I, Emily, I don't, you may or may not have been here when her Christmas movie on Netflix. It was last dropped. year. I was here. Okay. Yeah. You and John were, I, I, I think, watched the only it two and that it streamed was it. Very formulaic and very by the numbers, but she was okay. But she still was like, she doesn't look quite, she still looks like she's dealing with some stuff. This is the first time I've seen her in a really long time. She, looked she great. looks fantastic. Yeah. She looked great. She looks beautiful. She looks healthy. Healthy. And, and it's just, I'm very excited that Katie Heron is back in my life in a meaningful way. And we're here for the old Hanassans. Yes, Al, sir. Yeah, I'm good with the whole thing. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not as excited as Travis is, and I know how much Mean Girls means to him. So I don't want to take away from his moment. So I, I'd, I'd prefer just let Trav shine right. Okay. Here. Will you watch the movie musical because no. your girl Jenna Fisher's in it? Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I honestly, Em, I didn't even know she was in it. She plays Katie's mom in the movie musical. Fantastic! Let's go. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I would have watched it anyway. Put it this way, I would have at least tried it, like started it and see what happens. I'm a me. First of all, not only am I a Katie Heron fan, it's a funny movie. It's a good movie. It's a really funny movie. I like the movie. Rewatchable. How, Very rewatchable. Very rewatchable. How big was and I don't remember at all. How big was Tina Fey's role in Mean Girls? It's she wrote it. But yeah, so her it's role like a in the movie role. is fairly small. So okay. she has like the, she has like a medium role because they have a whole thing too where they do the uh, they do the gym, the gym sequence and everything. Yeah. So she's got probably fifteen minutes of screen time. Okay, you think it's that much? Uh, yeah, I think she's in the background in a lot of scenes too. But she's a supporting character. She's yes, like 100%. It's, it's the Mean Girls and Katie. Yeah, and, and, and then Tim friends. Meadows and Tim Meadows and Tim Meadows. Her friend, the male guy. Uh, he's in it too, yes. but what? I, but Lizzie Janice Kaplan. L- Lizzie Kaplan is not in it. Yeah, either. no Janice Ian character. We should have in this. brought yeah. Lizzie Kaplan back. I like her too. She is great. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm gonna go with who's cold. All right. So who's cold? Moving on. Time for who's cold. Mike McDaniel, the Dolphins head coach. 
I like that he had to put the extra thing in it because I guess people don't know who we had a vocal font, Mike McDaniel. So Mike McDaniel is the head coach of the Dolphins, and he is in Germany right now. So he wanted to kind of lighten up the press conference a little bit in front of like the German press, and this is what he, how he started off his press conference. Fionn, I know what you guys are thinking. I'm bigger in person. You're right. This is a bigger room. I can get used to this. Who's going first? Joe, what's going on? <laughs> so he did a joke and it, yeah, it did awesome. not hit necessarily. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what makes it funny, too, is that the fact that it didn't hit. And he's got, you know, he he's known this year. What was he when he was trying, starting to run off the field? Yeah. I think it was at halftime. And he's at Monday Night Football or something. Yeah. And he's got his little short pants on that yeah. are above the ankle. Like, he's got a little Shows style. Shows off his calves. Yeah. He, he's got a... <laughs> He's got a funny personality, and Miami's good, and I think that probably helps as well that he's not coaching a, a team that is a laughing stock or something along those lines. But that, that that's a funny moment. It is a cold moment, but I don't think I think it's hilarious that it happened and that nobody laughed at his joke. I I can just picture like the German guys like sitting in the press. Like, Was that the joke? <laughs> like, they, they, like it doesn't quite translate right. Like they're kind of like was like. I don't, they're translating in their heads. Yeah, they don't know 100%. if it's the timing of a joke. Hundred percent. To be funny in a second language has to be Very one of difficult. the high degree of difficulties yeah. in all of life skills. To, to just to learn a language, a second language is challenging. But to be funny in multiple languages, and you can you can almost feel the Germans translating it in their heads, like. Was that the joke? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just, you are short. They're not quite sure. And then he's like, all right, whatever. What's the first question? I and love it. I also like, too, that he abandoned the joke pretty quickly. He was like, yeah, that, that didn't work. And, okay, if you don't, if you watch the video, you can see that he's kind of motioning to either the media relations person. She's like, can I get a pen? Can I get a pen? <laughs> While this is happening. So he's, like, ready to move off of this subject. I love it. I love it. Good That's for Mike McDaniel for uh, trying to – Go in there with a joke. Yeah. He's got He's got to save it here for NFL coaches are kind of by and large devoid of personality by design. Sure. Right? That they're just it, it's high pressure, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. when you get somebody that does have a little bit of a sense of humor, and again, that's a pretty standard joke and all, but at least he threw it out there. I'll give him a little credit for that. Because no, most of these I'm guys are so tight assed. I'm with you on that. You think Bill Belichick's ever gonna say something funny on purpose? Not on through purpose. Through the media? Not, Not on purpose chance. and very, very dry. Who's hot and who's cold is brought to you by NextGen. NextGen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. Will you watch the uh, Mean Girls musical, M? Oh, of course. Yeah. I love the girl who play, who's playing Regina. Who's that? Uh, Renee Rapp. So she was in Sex Lives of College Girls on HBO, and she now has a musical career. She also did the role on Broadway for a while, so she played Regina on Broadway. Uh, I love her, and I think she's going to be really great in it. Where are you on musicals, generally speaking, Slee? Um, What did I say? I think it was book of mormon i think i've said a couple times is yeah, funny one of the funniest things i've ever seen but i don't also catch myself saying you're not I'm a, go see a, a musical, musical. i'm gonna go see sondheim's latest i know he's passed but yeah no the latest production of rent is coming through town and you're gonna you're gonna miss that one by the way if somebody told me hey you should go see this i think you'll like it it's really really good i'd consider it i think that'd be a fun couple of hours but to i also don't know if people are gonna be recommending musicals to you if you aren't already predisposed right. to like True. musicals yeah my grandmother had season tickets to one of the theaters down here for Pantages? years and years uh no it was it was the ace 
No, it wasn't the ace. It was, if you say it, I'll know it, but I, I, I can't recall it off the top of my head. And occasionally she would invite me to come with her. And I would go, and frequently it was a musical. And I, you'd tell me, Trav, do you like musicals? No, not really. I never went and didn't enjoy uh, myself. Yeah, it's always a good time leaving. Yes. That's yeah. a great way to put it. And and, and the, the numbers are always kind of stuck in your head. Like I saw Rent With Her. That's why the, that's the one I pulled. That 5,859 right. minutes, whatever the number is. I forget the 586, number. 586, I don't know. Something like that. But it's just, it's an earworm and you can't get it out of your head. Like I'm going out of there, should I buy the Rent soundtrack? And then you get back in the car, you're like, well, thank God I didn't do that. <laughs> but it's in the moment. It's super fun. Super fun. Go see Oklahoma. Jenna Fisher plays the mother? Yeah, she plays oh, Katie Heron's mother. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the You're going to like it. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. The Rams have signed quarterback Dresser Wynn to their practice squad. Uh, Dresser Wynn was on the Rams roster this training camp played for them in the preseason so he's at least moderately familiar with what the Rams got going on they added him to their practice squad and if they're adding somebody like this this means that I think Matthew Stafford is unlikely to play which and means, means Rippon's gonna start it means I think they're all in <laughs> anything else to add <laughs> that that indicates that one um yeah I, by, by the way the, the the Stafford thing I think we talked a little bit about yesterday the day-to-day -day thing and but not really getting any more details i i think it's obviously apparent if they're doing this they're preparing for here's, whatever that is here's part of this that's like well if without stafford they're cooked i i agree they're three and five with him <laughs> you know it, it's like this idea that oh hey look we're it's like you're three and five with him can, can i tell you something it's funny when you say that if i if they played perfect this year 10 at the top like if they played perfect, oh, wins you're talking about win 
10 at the top. That's a lot. More realistically, nine I think as, not, your, as your – and that's perfect. Nine that means is, you're just barely getting in. You're winning all the games you're supposed to, and you grab one that you're probably not supposed to. Beat Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, right? that that's one you're supposed to. Supposed to. And they didn't. Seattle was the one that maybe as we go further along, we're figuring out they shouldn't have won right. that one. And the, the, the uh, Cincinnati one, on paper to start the year, you're like, okay, Monday night Cincinnati, that's probably going to be – Joe Burrow couldn't move. I know. He was playing on one leg. I know. So that's another one that kind of slipped through your fingers right there. Uh, Dodger fans, you know that I am feel this when I tell you this. It was today okay. in 2017, mm-hmm. November 1st, 2017, where the Astros beat the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium 5-1, to one, Game 7. And 2017. That was the game that you Darvis started and was terrible. The Astros, I believe, scored all of those five runs in the first two innings of the game. And here is something that has always bothered me. Clayton Kershaw came in in relief of you, Darvish, in that game and pitched really well. Why didn't he start that game? If he was capable of giving you multiple innings, which yeah. he did, of giving you multiple innings at a high level, which he did, why not start him in that game? There's no way of telling this. There really isn't. But he came into a situation. What inning did he come in? I'd have to look at it. But third or fourth? He came into a situation where the pressure is when it's 0-0. This is my point. But this is my point as well. The pressure is when it's 0-0. The pressure is not when it's 5 to nothing. Right. And I, I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, if you got your best and if he can go, he clearly showed later in the game that, hey, I can come in here and I can be effective doing it. But – how much does that mentality change for Kershaw to start that game when it's 0-0 than when he's up 5 to, or when he's down 5 He to came nothing? in in the third inning and just looked it up. Mm-hmm. And he – how many innings did he pitch? Four? I think he pitched four innings. Okay. She's looking. Yep. And Yeah, four innings. Four innings. He's Clayton Kershaw. The mere presence of him on the mound, if you're the Astros, is, oh, damn, this guy, really? Yep. Even though they cheated to club him in, in Arizona, them. or excuse yeah, me, Houston. In, in Houston. But that's Clayton Kershaw. That's a Hall of Fame pitcher out there. And if he goes out there, and I get, I get your point about the pressure, and I completely agree with you, Slee. Let's say he gets through the first inning pretty good. And now all of a sudden, feeling good it's about a totally, and yeah. he's feeling good about himself, mm-hmm. and it's, oh, snap. We don't have our trash can here. Like Whatever was going on was going on. But Clayton Kershaw on a roll is much different than you, Darvish. It's just – and Darvish is a fine pitcher. He pitched, like, you know what, that night. But not starting your best guy just never made any sense here, to me. Here's the only thing is that World Series, you would agree with me, is not going to be remembered as why didn't you put no. Kershaw in. No. But I know what you're also referring to is if that's your best guy and he could go, why don't you let him go? It It, it, it is the the World Series that is the least legitimate World Series in, in the last 100 years, give yep. or take, yep. for sure. But it also was not – even knowing what we know now, they looking still back, had an, they, they took still had a seven. chance to win. Yeah, it took them to seven. They still had a chance to win that, especially in Dodger Stadium, where apparently that level of chicanery that they had going on wasn't nearly as pervasive on the road as it was at home. Yeah. And they just jumped Darvish right out of the chute while your Hall of Famers down in the bullpen. It's It still bothers me. Need those tacos tomorrow. Make me feel a little better. Today is World Vegan Day. Will any of you be observing? No, thanks. No for Emily. Slee? You've gone to, you've gone to, I think we've had this conversation. You've gone to vegan restaurants before or no? I've had vegan dishes, but I've okay. never been to a vegan restaurant. I have. 
We went to I Laguna. To. We went to Laguna. You know that. You know, there's a whole yeah. Yes, Laguna. Somewhere in Laguna. So Brent and I are hungry and we're like, hey, let's go to this Italian joint or what it looks like at the Italian joint. It looks like a house that has a nice patio in it, whatever. We go in, we look at the menu and it's like, okay, uh zucchini, this, 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 and this, and we flip it and we just go lasagna. Brenda's like, screw it, whatever, let's get the lasagna. They bring it over, it's zucchini, lasagna. And we were like, uh So no, no nothing. pasta at all. It was all because you vegetables. can't have the eggs to make the nothing. pasta. Yep. It was zucchini lasagna. No. <laughs> and we we are Okay, it's it's it. not my I haven't gone to a I haven't gone to a vegan restaurant in a long time. When I have gone to a vegan restaurant, They're food disgusting. is good. No, I think, <laughs> I think the food is good. I would rather have meat. Why well, I, yeah. I would too. I would too. But Okay, so then I'm not gonna go to the vegan restaurant. <laughs> but the food is good. I have no problem. I had no I problem had, with, the, with the food. Um, had no problem with the. Again, I'm not. I'm not going. If you're telling me, do you want to go to this restaurant that is serving meat or this restaurant that's vegan? Of course, I'm going to go to this restaurant. But I think the food is good. They're lying to you, right? They're, the restaurant's lying to you. It's not lasagna. It's zucchini stacked on top of itself. Exactly. That's not lasagna. Don't tell me a lie. Yep. <laughs> tell that's me exactly what you are. We, that's exactly how we felt. <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to a place and all they have is vegan burgers, yeah. I'll have a vegan exactly. burger, but I would. it doesn't taste like a burger. Well, it's it, not supposed to. It will do, but it's never the choice. Right? Remember when Homeboy brought those uh, barbecue sandwiches? Okay, that's- he that brought in, so else. he brings in a crock pot. I he think goes, I remember hey, you telling I me I brought this. pulled pork today. That Remember, he sold it yeah. as I brought yep. you some pulled, pulled pork. pork. I'm like, okay. So he's got the crock pot over there. I open it. I look at it. Looks like pulled pork. Sure. Smells like pulled pork. Mm-hmm. Put it on the roll. Top it with the coleslaw. Take a bite. It tastes just like pulled pork. Oh. And and and, sli- and uh, Key says to me, do you like it? I'm like, yeah, it was great. He goes, pulled pork, right? I'm like, yeah. It was carrots. <laughs> yeah. What? It was shredded carrots. <laughs> and it it had the chew like pull. It was it was the biggest ripoff in the history of the world. And I but, immediately felt like I liked it. Not anymore. I was lied to. You can't you can't a carrot can't disguise you were, itself you were as pork. Yes. I feel like I'd gotten ripped off. Today, it's not just uh, World uh, Vegan Day. It's also National Calzone Day. Same thing. And <laughs> when I think about calzones, I think about Parks and Recreation yeah. and what this uh, one character really wanted in the world. The locale calzone well, zone? Yes, the locale calzone <laughs> zone. And he was like, could a depressed person make this? That's one of my favorite episodes of Parks and Recreation. It's amazing. Well, you, and also National Cinnamon Day. We got to throw that in for you. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I will not be observing. Two of these three things, I think you do dislike. I put vegan, it this way. No, I he would, doesn't like calzones. He loves the calzones other stuff. are fine. You love. You love I, the I vegan. would eat vegan food for a long time before I would taste cinnamon-based food. I just, I still can't. I have another still calzone story. So when I was in middle school, we used to have Tuesdays and Thursdays were calzone days. So you'd have one day was cheese calzones, the other day was pepperoni calzones. So it's one of the options that you could have at the middle school lunch cafeteria. And so one day I was super excited to bite into my pepperoni calzone. I take a bite and I start choking because the mozzarella got stuck oh, in yeah, my throat. Happens. And yeah, I almost died by calzone too. Did you so get Heimlich? I did have a good Heimlich. Did wow. a teacher do it or what? <laughs> uh, yeah, a teacher had to just come do it. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, but I still love calzones. Mustard? Yeah, but they're delicious. They're <laughs> just pizza folded in half. It's, it's just dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah, that's all. That's all it is. Today was the day that Shaquille O'Neal made his Laker debut in 1996. Double double, 23 points, 14 rebounds against the Suns. John, were you covering the team at that point in '96? I was, and I had never seen Shaquille O'Neal in person until that season. I went to a couple preseason, and the thing that you don't know from watching him on TV is what a massive human being that dude is. <laughs> yeah. 
he is just gigantic. You know, he could have been an NFL offensive lineman, and no one ever would have got around him. He oh, would have sure. gone to the Hall of Fame. You know, he 90s. did an interview, and this just came up, where he said he weighed 400 pounds when he was playing yeah, I saw for the Lakers. 400 I, pounds. I, I don't even have a, a little bit of a hard time believing well, that. Well, remember but him in Orlando? I mean, he, Orlando, the guy was in great like, like, shape in Orlando. He was like 300 Orlando. pounds. Yeah. yeah. Well, was gonna say, well even him, 400, he was great. Well, I was going to say, yeah. even in the peak physical condition, Shaq was 300-plus. So and, and an extra hundred pounds spread over seven foot two is you could hide it pretty well. Yeah, not surprised. It, it, but but Michael says Joel Embiid is the next coming of Shaq. He's not there yet, but I've never seen a combination of speed and power like Shaq yep. until he came along. There's just one of a kind. Speaking of giant guys, uh, Wembenyama has never heard of a churro until this. Victor, I got one yeah. final question. How do you say churro in? French. Chiro? What is that? Chiro. You know what Chiro is. You've been in San Antonio, San Antonio long enough. It's a dessert. It's, it's a, a dessert. dessert. It's just, this ass what it is. The long, the, the long donut. What? I've never heard of that. <laughs> All right. San Antonio <laughs> people, put me on that. Hey, sorry. So, Victor Wenbenyama had never heard of a churro until Shaq By the way, about long it. donut is a pretty good way to it's describe it. It's a pretty good description. A long donut. Yeah, it is long. It's like a cinnamon stick. Yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah. do cinnamon, so I'm not a huge churro fan. Yeah, what's your cinnamon issue? You just don't like cinnamon? Right. No, I got violently ill as I, a child. I, I, um, I think we need to address something. Your show has a problem. About? Yes, we know. We have a lot of. A lot of issues. Yeah, but this one has 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 risen up over the last week. Mm. All right, just looking at it objectively. Sure. Emily stole a guy's pillow. <laughs> okay, oh, we're still back there. No, no, yeah. but that that was last yeah, week. Yeah, that was yeah. last week. Oh, I know oh, where we're going. we're going. And now today, yeah. Travis. Yeah. Stole Morales's pizza out of the fridge. Just took it without asking slice. him. Just oh, wait, wait, you wait. did? No, did wait. it have his name on it? No, no it didn't. Mace, that's the problem. Yeah, if you don't put your name on it, it's no. not your pizza. Wait a minute. No. Anything's fair game unless it has <laughs> your name no, on no, it. No, you, I know you. You don't oh, just I'm take a, other I'm right people's there. stuff I'm taking, out of the I'm fridge. I'm taking Tupperware. I'm taking whatever. So, no. I took you a put your name on Dr. Pepper. Feel free. But I'm saying, you got to ask. Did you hear the set of circumstances that I took it? I did. I heard the whole thing. I'm like, Travis, what the hell it's not your pizza i got to work this morning yes. seven o'clock making okay. a cup of coffee i opened By the, the way, fridge. very proud of you eating pizza at seven o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah no but that's good, good. with Continue. coffee i i open up the fridge to get my cream to pour in the coffee right. and i notice a pizza box i knew that chris was talking about ordering prime pizza yesterday and he did he did so i open it and there's i don't know seven or eight slices of pizza in the box I had one. Yeah, it didn't have anybody's Mace, name on it. The there's food around Mace, here the all the time in the refrigerator you know pizzas are left game. now two Two? One, he said. One? He said one, but I only ate one. Yeah. <laughs> but you started a run. You started a run on the pizza. Emily takes pillows. You take pizza. No, mine is a misdemeanor. Emily's is a felony. Yeah. Mine I think yours is a mis. I Honestly, if there's pizza in the fridge and there's pizza un, here all un, the time. And it's un- in the box. Unlabeled. Yeah. Nobody's name on it. Absolutely. Fair game. I'm with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Still a little super cross. I wondered if you were going to do that. Woo-woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ireland, we were talking about how big and fast and powerful that Shaq was. Yeah. You haven't seen Wen Ben Yama in person Not yet. in person, but I watched that game last night, man. He is a cheat code. That dude is, like, think about all the things you can do with him. Because he's 7'4", you can put him on the inbounder, and the guy can't get the ball in. Uh, San Antonio was, like, four down with 10 seconds left. They, they take a desperation shot, and Wen Ben Yama just stands in front of the rim and puts it back up and in. Yep. Then they can't inbound the ball. And because Wimbenyama, I mean, he's, I think he's going to be the face of the league within five the years. The face of the within league? Five years. Wow. Yeah. That good. Yeah. Does he have the, 
Because I've only seen him play a little. Does he have, like, star charisma? He ha- or is it okay. just physical specimen? This is, this is my best comp for him. Keep in mind, he's 19. Yeah, he's young. Okay? He's Kevin Durant, but four inches taller. His so game fig- is Durant-like? Yeah. yeah, he can shoot threes. He can handle the ball. He, he's a basketball player. He's he not, is, you know, his athlete he's, first. He's think a about, basketball think, player. Think about what I just said. He's Kevin Durant, but four inches taller. So you can't really guard him. Um, he and, and he's 19. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about Kobe when he was 19. You saw flashes of what he would be, but he wasn't there yet. Wembenyama has more flashes than Kobe and Durant did when he was that age. And, like, they had no business beating Phoenix in Phoenix. They just didn't. And and Wembenyama, because he's out there, it, it, these guys get confident, and they, they go on a run, and they steal the game. And he gets Popovich. Yeah. Yeah. You know? and which, which, by the way, is perfect for him. And he, he was talking about after the game, they said, what's your relationship with Pop like? He says, he gets on me every day. And a lot of coaches wouldn't because they'd be afraid to get fired. Pop's never getting fired. No. So he doesn't doesn't care if he did. Yeah, he doesn't care (laughs) if the players like him. So he just yells at Wimbenyama like he yelled at Tim Duncan. So I just looked, Mm -hmm. pulled up the Lakers schedule. They don't play San Antonio until the middle of December. Okay. It's an odd schedule. I don't know if is that, I've ever seen... Is that the time where we play them twice in a row there? Both of them in San Antonio. Yeah. yeah no, no, Two in been, a row in San Antonio? They've been doing that lately because to save... Travel. It, it, started, it started with COVID because they said, well, like if we get everybody in and we get one game played, let's not put them back on a plane and back let's in a hotel. Let's just do both. Let's just knock it out and, and take advantage of it. And the teams, the feedback they got was, hey, that's that can save wear and tear on us instead of taking two flights and two hotel bookings in there we can do one so that trev that's going to happen at least a couple times every year moving forward yeah they play back-to-back wednesday friday but you get an off day in the same city get to play another game that that's actually a really good idea I right. it's a good idea well, they, it's a, it's they, stole the, from, they stole from baseball but it's not the greatest city in the world to spend time in well, it is if you got a golf course at the hotel. Oh, there you, there you go. There you go. Yeah, once you've life. seen the Riverwalk and you've seen the Riverwalk is filthy. We're There's out, just a dirty out, river. There's, we're out in the sticks. Yeah, five minutes of that, you're like, this is yeah, oh, this oh, is oh, where oh, this is the now gathering what? spot in San Antonio. This dirty river. The, where does that rank on the NBA cities? Like Miami, New York, Chicago. Okay, there. Toronto's really that one's good. In the, that one's in the middle. It's San Antonio's in the middle. Yeah, it's not as bad as like Memphis or Milwaukee or Oklahoma City. Those are those are the ones on the bottom. Poor Milwaukee. They got a good team. At least. They got a good team. Yeah, but really you got to be really excited to go to Milwaukee to see that team. Yeah, at least. for sure. Yeah, I'm excited to go to Milwaukee because the people there are very nice. I mean, it's, it's a very, it's very nice. Place Everybody's nice in the Midwest. Yeah. That's why I'm from the Midwest. Super nice guy. <laughs> people, people, when they think Mason, they think, wow, he's really nice. <laughs> he's such a Midwestern. What's interesting yeah. is, is, and tell me if you find this to be true, yeah. Mace. Uh, when we go to Cleveland, yeah, people aren't mean. I mean, they're nice, but right. they're not happy. Yes, because yeah, people in Milwaukee are happy. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. People in Oklahoma City are happy. Yeah. Because, but Milwaukee has never been the butt of every decaying, rust city. Correct. Maybe that's it. That, Correct. And, and Cleveland has Cleveland been. is the butt. In fact, you know what's funny? Detroit is the butt of many jokes. Yeah, Cleveland, yeah, the butt of many jokes. The The two towns that I'm from, I was born in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Okay. In Pennsylvania, that's a joke. Um, and I was and I lived in Toledo, Ohio. Another joke. There was actually a <laughs> what song. What the hell, man? There was a song Saturday night in no, Toledo, Ohio. Such a good Ohio. sense of humor. They've been beaten up on yeah. you since you were five. No, it's literally a song. It goes Saturday night in Toledo, Ohio is like being nowhere at all. <laughs> an well, actual we used to record. Play, we used to play that song. Oh, the they, Cleveland the, song. The Cleveland the Drew song. Drew Carey song? No, no, no. no. 
Did did you ever hear the the Cleveland song that they made where they made the one fun your where they say our economy is LeBron James? Your economy yeah, is LeBron James. <laughs> you can buy a house for the price of a, a VCR. VCR. Come see our river; it's always on fire. Don't go oh to East God. Cleveland or you'll die. <laughs> By the way, those those lines just stick in my head. It's right. such a funny bit. The only one I remember is the LeBron-based economy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty Their good. Their economy is good. based okay, on LeBron I remember James. what we were talking about. We are talking about Lakers and the Clippers. Mm. And you have Travis saying he has zero emotion towards the Clippers. Okay. Which, I get that. That's fine. I was explaining that, no, when the Lakers play the Clippers, it is a little bit different. That it's not just your regular matchup. The Clippers have dominated the Lakers over the past X amount of years. 29-6 and six over the last 10 and years. Six. They've won 11 games in a row, and the Clippers were known for never being good, and then they got good. However, two teams have not still have not faced each other in the right. playoffs. Nobody's saying it's a rivalry or anything like that. Do you remember, this was about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, the conversation came up that, you know what, Boston and the Clippers might face each other in the finals. Right, now we talk about it a lot. And if that happens... It's Michael and I's biggest disagreement. Okay, that's what I was going to say, and... and Mace, this is Mace what, is with Michael. You're Wait with Michael. No, on I'm not. The, I'm I'm with beating. You can't the Celtics. be. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, I'm with beat. You got to be. You're chasing. Oh, so you're with me. Yeah, you're chasing. Oh, yeah, who you're do you chasing want to win the championship if it's Clippers and Boston? Right, right now we're tied. I want. I want to keep them down. I would rather yeah, have I the am Clippers. A, I am win. absolutely stunned that Michael would uh, root for the Celtics in that scenario. And he says the reason is that he he said Ireland. We live here. I'll bring it up with him today. He's coming in today. Um, we live in L.A., and the Clipper fans would be so insufferable. They would be. And we're around them. All he goes, can you imagine? Clipper Daryl is obnoxious now. Yeah. Can you imagine what he would be like? This is the heart of Michael's argument. I'd can still, you imagine how Clipper Daryl? Yeah, but Mason's right. We don't compete with the Clippers for greatness. We no. compete with the Celtics. That's it. There's no the other The story franchise. I always tell with, when, when I'm asked this question is before he died, I did a sit-down interview with Dr. Buss, Jim, and Jeannie. That's when Dr. Buss had that plan that Jim was going to run basketball and Jeannie mm. was going to run business. Excellent plan. And they were all on the same page. It worked out perfectly. And I started that interview with <laughs> Dr. Buss last year. This was in 2008. I said, you've now got the Lakers back to where we're used to them being in the NBA Finals. We, I know you're about winning championships, but you got to the Finals after – <laughs> basically two years, five years of being terrible. Do you, can you feel good about what happened last year? And he said, no. And I said, I don't understand. Like, you made it farther than you have in the last five years. You made it to the NBA Finals. You made it to the Final Two. You don't feel good about that? He goes, no. And I said, why? He goes, if it was anybody but the Celtics, sure. I would allow sure. myself to feel good about this. He said, if you lose to them, it stays with you forever. Mm. That's why winning time kind of got that right. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. The, the rivalry there is obvious. It's real. And it's, it's, <laughs> right. You don't have to, like, the, the I'm trying to remember all the great Clipper moments from uh, well, that's, that's, that show. Mace, that's there my is. point, is Danny that the Manning. Clippers may be better than they used Michael to be. Michael Cage. The Clippers <laughs> may have beaten the Lakers a handful of times in a row, or whatever you say, 29 and 6, or whatever yeah. you said, John. But the fact of the matter is, the Clippers and Lakers have nothing in common other than geography. Right. Have never that, met in the postseason. That's what I mean. Yeah. There's, there's nothing there that, well, this one's a little different. Why? Because they happen to share geography? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get Although, it. Although, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll say, say this about tonight. They really should win this game. I mean, the Clippers are 
down four players. Yeah, they're short. With they're short handed. And Batum, all these and guys. The, and traded. Harden and Tucker haven't gotten yeah. here yet. So although, they got a very short bench. Although the Clippers blew out Orlando by 20 last night, and the, the Lakers, Lakers won by one yeah. possession. Yeah. Right. So no chance Harden plays tonight. That's off the table. Not a chance. I have been told. Less than one percent chance. Okay. Yeah. That 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 unless if if like he insisted on playing, they might let him go for a few minutes. But they, there's here's, no rule though that says he can't. Right. Correct. He just, okay. Is tonight a national TV game? Yes. It's ESPN. So game, right? working it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did they finally the, make it official? Official? Because I know as of last night, it wasn't technically official. Official. Which is why Harden was up and he wasn't down uh, well, on. It's why it's why Ty Lue wasn't commenting on it before the right, game. Yeah, exactly. I think the trade has probably gone through by now. But here, Trav, here's the reason why I don't think they're going to play Harden or PJ Tucker. They have four days off before their next game, which is Monday in New York City. Okay, so that gives them full practices, and you know, I mean, why throw them out there when you got four days? Right. Addition, uh, and know. by the way, on top of that, Momo was here yesterday and said probably not playing. I, I would, no, I, I would go. With, I, I would take it a step further. I'd be shocked if yeah, they played. yeah, not expecting. What did you guys make of that? Like just because we're talking about yesterday. Like I, I don't like it because James Harden has quit on the last three yes. teams he's been so on. So he and, quit and a couple I, times. Three times, not yeah. a couple, a few. Three times, three in right? a row. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a pattern. It's the, a trend. Quitting, I don't want this sounds ridiculous, quitting aside, but let's put that aside for <laughs> okay. a second. He is a talented player, and if things break a certain way, they've got a lot of talented players, but every last one of their guys that's a very talented player is best with the ball in their Correct. hands. It just doesn't seem to make a whole hell yeah. of a lot of no, sense. No, I mean, I, I cannot imagine. I mean, Shadano came in here yesterday and said, yeah, Westbrook's just going to come off the bench. I, I, There's no he, – he's great at that, right? He loves coming off <laughs> – Well, the, whatever you Westbrook, need, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook wants Westbrook loves to give you. being the sixth man. <laughs> loves it. Um, we know. That – you guys are talking about the heart of the issue. Um, Westbrook was my favorite player for a lot of years in this league. No because, longer? Well, I, I, here's the thing I don't like. Um, I don't think he's evolved. I think I think he, he he the reason I've always loved him is he plays harder than everybody yeah, else. He still does, uh, right? And so, like, if I'm paying money to watch a game, or I'm you know I'm paying four hundred dollars to take my family to a Laker game or a Clipper game, you're not getting short change ever. Us, yeah. He's just he cares more. He's he, the anti Harden, right? Right. The care <laughs> but, factor is very high, right? right? But he needs the ball. If you're going to play Russ off the ball, I know what that movie looks like. We just saw it. LeBron needed Ends the ball terribly. at the end of games. You can't because the other team simply just won't guard him. Leaves him alone. Mm -hmm. And then what do you do then? And Harden needs the ball. And Kawhi and Paul George aren't going to not ever have the ball. Right. What? right. There's one ball. Right. I don't I mean I love Ty Lue. I think he's a great coach. I don't know how you pull that magic trick John, off. John, but would you have not done it? Because they really didn't give up much. There isn't crazy risk. No, I, it's not look, like he's the, a walkaway guy. Why it, the hell not? It's an expiring contract. Yeah, I don't think after. it's going to. I, I personally don't think it's going to work, but why the hell not? With the, the points that you made, would that stop you from doing it? Probably not for what they gave up. I, yeah. I, I didn't think they gave up anything that was critical to their title chances. No, they don't no. have any picks um, anyways. What you just said, Mace, is my favorite part. It's like if the argument for it is, eh, why the hell not? Yeah, why then the hell not? Then by definition, it's not a great right? idea. I mean, I know, I've done a lot of things in my life that worked out pretty <laughs> it is, good for it's why, a very the hell why the hell not move. What, okay, we were talking with the play last night. Those why the hell not is right up there with, 
watch this or hey let's have one more or <laughs> what's the worst that could happen yeah, all, yeah. <laughs> right? uh we'll have to find out yes we'll yes. have to find out what is it let's, let's, one more come on what's the worst that could happen yeah Never, that nor- normally said that involves women other than your wife at two in the morning <laughs> what's yeah. the worst thing that can happen what's the worst thing that could yeah. happen nobody or good. no one will ever find out that's another good one too super crosstalks everyone brought to always you, finds out every time super crosstalks brought to you by in and out burger that's what a hamburger's all about.